0: in this in this day and age in the genres that we listen to you might as well just fucking press a few records because somebody else is going to repress it soon enough eventually so uh, you might as well fucking do your thing man
1: yeah the the predatory nature of repress labels you know it's like, it's like it's like it's like it's a blessing and a curse to to own a record that you can't get your hands on but it's like it sort of takes away attention from newer releases mm-hmm, i
2: don't know mm-hmm.
1: But um, everyone's got to make their make their buck. Yay, yeah, capitalism, right? Hey man, so, uh... I, mean,
0: I mean honestly, if you you got something and I want it, I guess I'm paying for it. So
1: right, if people are willing to pay so... for it, then if there's <laughs> yeah. someone dumb enough to pay for it, then you know
0: that's me. Let's do I'm this. I'm just
1: kidding now. I... <laughs> See, this is the whole underlying hypocrisy of what I'm saying is I'm so guilty of all of these things. So <laughs> yeah,
0: you're actually the creator of some things like that if you really want to look
1: into it no please (laughs) don't say that
2: Uh, have i
1: created uh, monsters absolutely am i gonna deny it absolutely
0: oh yeah okay but can we uh, i'm gonna gonna edit
1: this later and it'll be forgotten
0: will he stop the monsters or does he want to (laughs) both no who cares fuck it
1: Hey everybody, welcome to the 50th episode of MathCast. I'm your host, Christian. And I'm your co-host, Levi. And before we get started, I just want to remind everybody, please follow us on Spotify. Hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. Leave us five stars. We'd love that if you did. Leave us a review. Uh, If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mathcoreindex at gmail.com. Bans on this episode are determined in part by our Patreon supporters. So you can go check that out if you want to get some exclusive benefits as well. So let's go ahead and talk about some fucking bangers. We've got six more... Tight underground bands to talk about this week. Mm-hmm. And the first one is uh, Mortbound. And Mortbound are a math core duo from Ukraine featuring Ivan of Dumai and Dimitri of Saimugin Hautai. Both Very super sick cool. projects we've discussed before yeah exactly
0: yeah, Wow I did not know that I, I love knowing that just the, the the bands consist of past band uh, or members of other bands that we've like are already covered and everything awesome yeah
1: absolutely we've covered both of these bands on previous episodes so go back and listen to them I think it was episodes 16 and 17 maybe but uh, they're both super sick they've both done some really good stuff prior to this project they originally had a project together called Focus rights which I imagined was the early um, the early form that this project took but then they changed the name altogether. Uh, is what I'm guessing. Possibly to avoid any legal trouble because Focus Rights, you know, Focus Right yeah, the yep. audio uh, interface. So
0: I will be with you on that one there. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Just a guess. So yeah.
1: um, so Mortbound are uh, they just released their debut EP which is called It is a Future, It is Pointless, which they released back on September 14th. And as uh, far as Mathcore Mathcore goes, this is absolutely top-notch. Like, the guitars are absolutely over the top. Dimitri's online persona is actually guitar janitor. I'm not sure if you've heard that, but he does some really <laughs> spot-on covers. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're excellent. Like, he does... He, like, wears a jumpsuit and covers, like, old-school daughters and shit.
3: So love shit it. Is,
1: That his is, his shit is on point.
0: <sighs> that, I love the internet.
1: <laughs> That's great. Truly. Truly. Yeah. And this is a huge step up from the Focusrite demos. It's, like, far more ambitious and complete-feeling songs. I'm not sure if you've ever actually listened to Focusrite, but... I have not honestly. I have focus rights. Rather, it was like three forty-second demos. Basically, like you're netting less than two minutes of material. But um, uh, focus right or focus, focus rights. rights, like Ooh, the exact same like it spelling pluralized. as okay. the, um, yeah, exactly. Okay. Portalization. If you Yep, will. I like that. Yeah, incredible vocal performance from Ivan on this. Like his best yet. Dude's range is like incredible. Like D- disgusting lows, shrieking, shrill highs, and like mid-range like snarls. Um,
0: I, I I noticed. So we got uh, you said a uh, Ukraine. So uh, we have uh, group from Ukraine. Um, we have your lyrics like that as well. But then the song titles aren't English, and I just thought that was really interesting how you would have the translation or the song titles just in English for the. I mean, for the few. What is the three tracks right that we have for the? For the?
1: Mm-hmm. That's yeah.
0: right. I, I just I thought that was very interesting. Um, you know English song titles, but everything else is basically Russian. Then, right? Uh, Ukrainian.
1: Yeah. That's not. I mean, you you see both. Like, you see a lot of Ukrainian and Russian bands using English lyrics and you know in, using English language in there. Their oh approach, their yeah, I, I, I was
0: I was really. It wasn't more of a critique, just uh, more noticing it. I was like, right, oh, that's totally. interesting. Like, oh, okay. Hmm. Uh yeah um uh the uh, the track link between uh. Definitely grabbed for me. Just, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't have much to say with this band. Just great chaotic hardcore. Um, I like the I like the style. Uh, dig the track link between. Really don't got much to say with three tracks and with what's going on.
1: Well, yeah, there's not really a whole lot of material to discuss here, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. three it's three tracks, but. It's more the deathcore
0: side, which I do enjoy. It was a little refreshing to hear. I that.
1: disagree. I think it's definitely breakdown oriented, but I would still peg this as like squarely mathcore. I don't really hear the same tropes employed by most deathcore bands. As close as yeah. I would compare it to deathcore would be, excuse me, Dysphoria. Who, excuse me, mm-hmm. like their their mm-hmm. countrymen, so that would make sense. I mean they. That, this kind of shit's been happening out there for a long time, so it's not Absol- really surprising.
0: This has been a discussion with uh, us and you, you, me, Milan, and Prozo, just, like, with all of our friends and stuff, like, through years, even back in Humboldt, and, like, I mean, this, like, 10-year conversation going on here. We're just like, fuck, that's some brutal shit going on over there, man.
1: Truly. Like, Ukraine specifically, and, and Russia as well, really seem to enjoy, like, really over-the-top tech death. all Like, yeah. the pick-taps and just ridiculous arpeggios, they really, like, borrowed beneath the massacre and Dan's sound very very heavily over there a lot of bands i feel like we're, were trying to, to mimic that sound back in the early aughts and not and
0: yeah i was gonna say we're you know on the note of early aughts then we'd also have to mention canada in this whole mix if we're gonna oh,
1: yeah truly same yeah. kind of same kind of mission statement for sure absolutely and from that yep. country a lot of canadian bands kind of very similar approach to their their songwriting technical but very heavy like breakdown centric but lots of like guitar runs in between Yep. It's a really great fucking mix of of mind and body, truly. Like, what could be sicker than adding, you know, breakdowns to a, a technical kind of sequence? Anywho, um, this is some of the best performances from either one of these guys yet. Uh, the drums are programmed, but they're super convincing and, like, not distracting at all. Usually I'm very distracted by programmed drums, but here it's not really an issue for me. Uh, the, the end of the track, it is a future. It's nothing but a fucking breakneck groove just layered with shrieking crescendos of noise. So that really did it for me. Um, track two, the one you like is an interlude. So I find that surprising that that was the one that you were like very focused on.
0: Yeah, honestly, dude, it, it just... It, no, wait, was Link Between? Was that the one with the interlude?
1: Yeah, that was the interlude one. A Link Between is is the is just that.
0: <laughs> well, it is that, is just how about this? Maybe I wrote down the wrong track, but now I'm upset because, because you're telling me out of the fucking three tracks, there's a goddamn interlude in one of them?
1: Well, yeah, yeah, there's an interlude. Yeah. I mean, All right, well,
0: critique there. All right, now I'm critiquing something. Fuck <laughs> Yeah.
1: Well, um, I was about to say, I don't really have much critique for this. Like, there's not much that I don't absolutely love about this as a fan of Mathcore. Yeah. Although, I don't think that they're doing anything super original. I'll just come out and say it. I do think this is pretty goddamn impressive. A oh, Very impressive oh, effort, yeah, actually. Absolutely, with, like, yeah. With tons of m- m- potential. But, um, and however, Mathcore is an inherently forward thinking genre, at least from my perspective. So, conversely. I do feel like they are just that, but they're not reinventing the math core wheel, shall we say. This is this is stuff that Psyopus and Danza and, and Daughters have all done, but it's a great fucking mix of all of these things. Word. So I think we should give them the first track. I feel like that was the strongest one out of the, th- the three, clearly, because the second one is an interlude. <laughs>
0: The second wasn't interluded the three tracks.
1: <laughs> I don't know how that escaped you, but You just were not well, paying attention. How about this? Get... No,
0: no. I literally just wrote down the wrong track when I was uh... uh most of the time, I re- when I review these bands, um, I'm out at the at the beach and the glaring. Uh, some dude earlier today. God, what the? Fuck He's gonna blame down? it on the beach. No, instead of good, I wrote food, and I for what an idiot! You
1: absolute fucking donkey, Levi. For, well,
0: the thing is, with my with my childlike writing that I have as a left handed person, um I. uh... I basically wrote what I thought was a G and then it's an F and then like the whole day I was like what the fuck was I talking about food I'm Like, oh fuck good like, oh fuck shit oh god damn it but anyways so I wrote down the long, wrong fucking track anyways it's all
1: fucking it, it do
0: be like that sometimes it do be like that sometimes Christian
1: so we're gonna go ahead and play for you It Is A Future which is track one from It Is A Future It Is Pointless and that came out on September 14th here we go So that was It Is a Future, which is track one from Mortbound's new EP, It Is a Future, It Is Pointless, and that came out on September 14th. So, next we're going to talk about Crossbringer. Crossbringer are a blackened, chaotic, hardcore quartet from St. Petersburg, Russia, and they just dropped their new album, The Signs of Spiritual Delusion, on September 18th, so just a few days ago, and Wow, this is an incredible debut full length effort from these from these people. Like they're this is like exceptional in terms of blackened hardcore, which I normally like roll my eyes at. Like ninety nine percent of it is <laughs> so, I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's like there's some it's already become such a an overplayed thing here, but man, the execution is really exceptional.
0: Uh, I'm at the same point with you where uh I wanted to describe them more than that, but it is black and hardcore
1: yeah i mean it, it is rather like progressive and forward thinking on that note but i mean as far as like blackened hardcore goes I, i'm incredibly reductive with my comparisons sometimes I'll, I'll acknowledge that totally but
0: yep sometimes it is what it is though dude um with uh where are they from again
1: they're from st petersburg which is in russia
0: russia yeah absolutely okay wow two two russian uh bands right off the bat there or well, well one's
1: ukraine <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you don't want to <laughs> say that <laughs> that's a that's a big Uh, no-no
0: oh really because uh yeah if veronica would have heard me in the other room she would have fucking came in here and
1: fucking yeah you of all people should fucking know better
0: (laughs) no i do i do know better and that's probably why i have the freudian slips because i fucking just do it i'm like okay i'm sorry 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 i give her so much shit for everything so um but man uh this is um on on this band did they does this band not remind you of arms at all
1: not particularly, no. Really? I think maybe it's the the vocals. I, you're always okay, focused again, on the vocals, so if if it's coming from anywhere, okay. it is that. It is there. That's <laughs> that.
0: Then now, now I now I've spoken to you, and now I know where I'm getting that from. Cool. Uh,
1: because stylistically, love, they're they're nothing like that. I mean, they're, they're, they're pulling not. from completely not. different places.
0: No, and that's kind of what you're. Yeah, you're reassuring me there that.
1: However, uh, but uh, to make one, what? go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No,
0: no, no, no. no go ahead. Do, do you?
1: I wanted to just make one quick link between those two things. Actually, a, a common influence they might share would, would, probably be converge. I would say.
0: Oh, Oh, absolutely. Well, you yeah, know what I'm saying, I mean, both have, both have very converge, uh, points for
1: but, sure. I mean, we've already talked about this so many times. That is a, 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 such an inescapable influence in our sphere of, of music. I don't think you can really avoid sounding like that band. If you play, metallic hardcore,
0: as the time goes on and the influences build, it's all that kind of thing, you know.
1: I really liked the quite a, quite the epic intro track too that they have. It's got the swelling synths and the atmospheric guitars, kind of like slowly fade in, which takes two and a half minutes, by the way. So you're waiting two and a half minutes for all this to happen, and then the drums and the vocals finally come in, and it bleeds into the second <laughs> track. So the that intro is pretty fucking pretty well done, actually. It, it does bleed really successfully into that second song.
0: The problem I have with this album though for the it's six tracks, correct?
1: It's seven tracks. I thought it was seven I thought tracks. it was a pretty complete album experience with good pacing in my mind, seven tracks over 28 minutes with a couple breathers.
0: Yeah, I felt like f- with the first opening track, I I didn't need as many breathers in between. Um I was really hoping for because when track two kicks in, it is relentless where it appears I was going to be relentless, but then they kept giving me a few breathers. I just, um, I felt, I felt a little bored, uh, through a seven track, uh, record where i thought i was just gonna blast through and be like fuck that was crazy holy shit you know but um i, I don't know man I, I definitely skipped over a little bit or like opened the open band camp and kind of crossed over a little bit to skip the tracks and everything like and then you're uh, as far as, the like, tra- out of me right now <laughs> as far as well as far as track one goes um i just i skip it now i understand what's going on there i go no, nope, all right next and then when track two kicks i'm like oh fuck yeah um, but we we already covered track two in, in in an earlier episode, right?
1: No, no, we never got around. To, we never got we wanted around to wait for this to bound it. to come out. Like was the in, album to okay. come out rather.
2: Wait.
0: Oh yeah, there it is in my notes. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't fully cross them out. Yeah, um, and yeah anyways dude uh, I just um, w- with the seven tracks uh, it just didn't grab me as much as I thought and it was just because of all the breathers
1: wow so. Mr. Mister Digestibility himself isn't into the fucking seven track digestible black and hardcore album that I thought was <laughs> I thought to be very um, have, have very good pacing and the, the well, breathers well Christian you were wrong there's not very many breathers I mean there's just like the one atmospheric opener and then a in- interlude track and then everything else is pretty actually balls to the wall um, however, I stick to you know, what I say. Totally. I, I did feel like, um, all that being said, I do feel like the, the whole black and hardcore thing, as I was kind of getting at earlier, is a little tired, uh, as well as they do it. However, to be fair, it does seem like Russia is kind of like always five years behind our current musical trends here. I'm just going to say it. Um, <laughs> so that might be part of it. Mm. That's something that I've like perpetually noticed from, from like the day I got on MySpace and started listening to music, it seems like. They kind of, the, the trends and like hit them in waves like five to eight years later after us. I'm not sure if that's something that I get I'm that. just imagining or <laughs> I'm canceled mm-hmm. now, says the chat. Um, <laughs> uh, but, man, yeah, again, I thought this was a very excellent and professional debut. Uh, some song, what did you have any favorite songs that you enjoyed? Or?
0: Yes, uh, I would say Torture uh, Incantation
1: because that is...
0: No, 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 yeah, yeah, no, no, um, yeah, 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 torture <laughs> incantation, yeah, yeah, that, that'd be the one, I'm, I'm sticking no, to No,
1: no, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I'm sticking to that, I, I, oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm a little, yeah, I'll stick to that.
1: You're discombobulated, it's okay, we still love no, you.
0: No, I'll stick to that.
1: Good, you, that's what you do, that's, that's yeah. the Levi move, you, you stick to it until you fucking, you make that bed and you sleep in it, don't you, bud?
0: Oh my god, dude, I die on every <laughs> fucking hill, it's crazy how many hills spite. I die on, it's
1: so fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> Oh God! I run a Um, spite
0: podcast. I'm I'm, I'm, running Instagram. I'm helping run a fucking spite Instagram. Jesus Christ!
1: (laughs) It is a spite Instagram, is it? God damn it, Christian! God
0: God damn it!
1: Screamo Index truly was just to throw a joke in someone's face, (sighs) but I'm glad that it exists now because you're you're crushing it so hard. People love it.
0: Our friendship is based on the idea that we both spite? agree on... No, no, no. That oh, right,
1: both right. Agree that we agree on okay, spite. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, we're... we're it's... Uh, yeah. It's the... Uh, yeah. Anyways, anyway. Anyway.
1: So um, get off that Negativity <laughs> aside, uh, I liked uh, The Battle of the Week, which is the album's true opener. Uh, pretty much exemplary chaotic and black and hardcore. I liked Track 3, Supplication, mm-hmm. Sacrament, which has two movements. The first movement being sort of a spacey guitar introduction. So that probably is where you may have gotten lost, I think, at that point in the album. The second leg of that track, the second movement, that is, is absolutely fucking explosive. Uh, A chaotic blackened banger that rivals Plebeian Grandstand in just terms of pure musical density and like sheer wall of sound. So I thought there was some really good material deposited a bit later into track three. You just got to push through that first, you know, kind of shoegaze movement.
0: Man, playing grandstand—that's a really good comparison there.
1: I also found them to be very similar to Noise Trail Immersion on the subject of the <laughs> blackened mathcore. I feel m- you. And Miko from Colombia. Th- Yo, I like all Miko! Three of those that's yeah.
0: Let's go, most current ever, forever, Miko. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Yeah. All right yeah, yeah like, cool. wow give get the comparisons an, bud i, I didn't Levi, think give this another
1: spin with those comparisons in mind and i think in the right context you might start to you might start to warm up to this a bit more but
0: i mean like fuck man we were chatting last night and we both like i mean like i, I don't you're i,
1: I hate think, to, to put the reductive comparisons in your head while we're talking no, about it prior but, to the podcast because i don't want to give you a preconceived notion and have you be fucking we that, try that stuck not in to your talk head.
0: yeah we try not to <laughs> chat about the albums too much before but i i want to say before i i think maybe the the critiquing got you know, above me a little bit there. I I still enjoyed the album. It just I'm talking about like my kind of taste and then Levi fun. Bad. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> flip the <a> table. <laughs> but then the table's like connected, and I can't flip the table. It's the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, I I, uh, I I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the album. I just I mean, it's not going to be probably something that I buy. But that's okay. I mean, I listened to it and I enjoyed it and I love it. It's great. But it just it wasn't my thing. So.
1: I try to buy everything we cover on the podcast. I think I I I pretty much have. That's good. I do my best, too. (laughs) For research. Yeah, totally. So we're going to go ahead and give you the battle of the week, which is track two from Signs of Spiritual Delusion. There it is. And that came out on September 18th. Here we go. So that was The Battle of the Week which is track 2 from Crossbringer's new album The Signs of Spiritual Delusion and that came out on September 18th
0: Honestly dude my favorite track that's a pretty banger I honestly I'll, I'll retract the one before that is awesome
1: Dude that, that one bangs um, and if you get a minute and 30 seconds into track 2 I think you'll find that it also bangs
0: I don't think I got that time right now, man. I'm like super busy and stuff.
1: Like, I don't know. Fucking crazy.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm joking, y'all.
1: Do you operate in sixty-second timetables?
0: If if that, homie. Jesus Christ, 2020. I got maybe 40 seconds for something. Mm. Jesus Christ,
1: that should be enough time for you.
0: So <laughs> next, we're,
1: <laughs> next we're gonna give you some mathcore news. I don't We're actually pretty light on actual news. There really is none, to be completely honest with you. Just one cool little tidbit. The homie Chris of the Sound That Ends Creation just started doing a podcast that is called The Cast That Ends Creation. He recently interviewed me, Ellie from Fondlimbs, Needle Play this past weekend, and this coming weekend he's interviewing Horse Torso, or Danny from Horse Torso. So definitely go check that out. Subscribe on Twitch, follow him on YouTube. I think it's an audio podcast as well, but obviously the live element is is far more entertaining. So I highly recommend you go check that out. Chris is really nice too. He's got a really nice uh nice way about him. Did you watch my it's interview really, with him, by the way, Levi?
0: Yeah, it's really interesting to see uh it, you know, just always classic like, you know, listen to something brutal and then and you then- you see the nice guy it's just like ah do you know what that's that is that is metal that's awesome sweetheart. i fucking love it yep it's of course of yeah course.
1: total yep really really nice guy I really enjoyed speaking with him so <laughs> i highly suggest you all go check that out you got, yeah, you got any news uh, any news tidbits you want to share levi
0: oh for sure just in just uh just in here in jokerman's
1: font a uh, christian is stupid <laughs> interesting huh. in Joker- core news font. in there
2: yeah
0: yeah, that's crazy. Christian's dumb as shit. Interesting. All right, let's move Interesting on. Interesting
1: derivative right. font choice, but all right. That <laughs> is a reference, so I'll give you that. No, I got no, it. The, the Jokerman's font thing will always be funny to me, I'm not going to lie. I, hey,
0: hey, check us out. In Screamo news, nothing's happened since uh, quite a while.
2: <laughs> it's do, we okay. plug,
1: do we plug Screamo Index enough yet? Screamo Index. It's mostly <laughs> Levi, but I get in the mix every now his and
2: records. then. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, yeah. uh, next we're going to talk about Cheers Pricks. And <laughs> awesome. Cheers Pricks, uh, that's stylized Cheers, comma Pricks, exclamation point, exclamation point, are a math core duo from Chattanooga, uh, Tennessee. I had to think about where Chattanooga was for a second.
0: Uh, dude, I, I, I spent a summer in Tennessee and I still had to think about that.
1: Yeah, t- that's right, huh? Like, your family has time there?
0: Yeah, we got Propata out, uh, like, an hour outside of Nashville. Uh, but Chattanooga's, like, two or three hours away from, like, where we are. Uh, we never never made it over there.
1: Did uh, you see the choo-choo? To joke.
0: Uh, the, the, was good. No, I don't know. I was going to say, like, the fucking train? I don't know. I don't I even see any tra- <laughs> goddamn fucking train. Uh,
1: it's a song. <laughs> <laughs> that would you know, Honestly, Levi, I don't blame you. That was such an esoteric reference. I should have known better than to to set you up like that.
0: The Chattanooga Choo Choo, or is it
1: Chattanooga Train? It's the Chattanooga Choo Choo. Yeah, it's a. I believe it's also a dance move too, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. I don't wow.
0: Know. Okay. Wow. Maybe. Maybe
1: I should know. <laughs> Holy if shit. I'm okay. wrong, I'll just edit it out and I'll make you look right, stupid.
0: <laughs> yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with that, dude.
1: You're such a good sport. So, um, yeah. cheers, prick. This is actually one of our Patreon voted bands. So, thanks for voting oh, on perfect. this one, guys. Awesome, guys. And they just dropped their new EP, Third Eye Opening Scar, on August 1st, so we're kind of reaching back a little bit. We've become quite current on this podcast, haven't we?
0: Uh, we're, we're catching up. We're catching up and we're doing good.
1: I'd like to think that we are. Yeah, we've, we've managed to start covering stuff that is in the same week of uh, the podcast, so that's that's a huge step up. I mean, this podcast I mean, is weekly, as, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, as far as this being the second one, I already just, it, it feels um, it feels better just, um, I feel a little more connected to each album uh, in listening to it. Uh, sometimes Christian and I spend, ha- like, just fucking over half the fucking al- uh, a month uh, even figuring out the bands completely in the list. Some months are better than others, you know? Mm-hmm. And so just, yeah, this, it's like, we kind of have, like, the same time frame, but we get to listen to just like a few bands and I mean who doesn't have time to dedicate like a day or two to like one fucking album you know so this is really nice to and as far as you know digestibility right Christian um
1: this is very nice I'm gonna get you a fucking shirt (laughs) um speaking of digestibility you you know that 20% of the people who listen to this podcast sorry go ahead
0: nothing just digestibility (laughs) again I fuck my brain's exploding now anyways go ahead
1: and this is like super sassy, uh, very dancey brand of mathcore, albeit with programmed drums. So there's kind of like a rough production aspect there, being it's kind of like a homebrew project. But it is very fun. It is very playful. And it's it's clearly just like two friends having fun with this project. Yep. Overall, I think it shows um, a lot of promise. It's very like throwback.
0: <laughs> I was Just going to say, with that sass uh, in there as well, uh, definitely gave me that throwback feel. Um, really fun lyrics, um little attitude in there, yeah, uh kind of gave me some uh the central vibes at at certain points I could hear that, yep, I dug it,
1: like yeah, blood brothers, heavy heavy lolo duck duck goose, that kind of shit very so I, I can hear definitely hear that comparison coming in, and obviously daughters with the name, I mean <laughs> I don't know how you can avoid that influence with the name mm-hmm. But yeah, one member handles all the vocals and programming and production and both of them handle guitar, bass and contribute as songwriters. So I thought that was kind of an interesting combination.
0: Yeah, I did not know that.
1: Both contributing quite a bit to this project and one person handling all of the the programming and production. And uh, they also- And that, ahead.
0: That's great. I, I, I yeah, I um maybe that's why the lyrics I I felt they were just like so fun. I guess maybe, I don't know what that was. Uh,
1: certainly I certainly diverse I liked, maybe because of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah.
1: You know, two people contributing artistically to the, the lyrical mm-hmm. content could certainly create some, some variation. Any, you want to add about this or that's
0: all I got, man. That's all. I, <laughs> and honestly, I did. I, yeah, I get uh, that. Yeah. That's all I got.
1: All right. That's fair. Um, I liked the horns on relentless dreams specifically. I thought that was pretty interesting I did feel like, however, the production quality was lacking just a little bit. and I also feel like it could get a bit juvenile too like with be excited, be be excited that that certainly insists upon itself. So I didn't really understand that in the track listing, but uh, the big angry Bayou man keeps coming back is a fucking great opener to this. EP. <laughs> that is what yeah, that did is. definitely <laughs> grab me right away. <laughs> funny, funny song title, obviously. Um, off kilter. Dancy, very frustrated and sassy vocal delivery. Uh, I'd like to track three Majestic. Uh, a Chud is a Chud, even in a Dream, which uh, the titular vocal line is certainly catchy. Track 8, I guess I should be thankful. Cheers Pricks 2.0. Obviously some Daughters-isms there, but otherwise the most ambitious track on the album. You know, It's the longest one, too, like over three or four minutes, I think. Yep. So if you have nothing Point. else to add... No,
0: no I uh, no I I don't. Um I um was this their first release? That was my one thing I didn't see. They
1: released their first demo. This is something I stopped doing, but <laughs> they released their first demo back on May 18th, their first single that is.
0: Cool. All right.
1: So without further ado, I think we're ready to give you a song. So we're going to go ahead and play for you The Big Angry Bayou Man Keeps Coming Back. And that's uh, track 1 from Cheers Prick's new album, Third Eye Opening Scar not a tool album or song (laughs) and that came out on (laughs) august 1st (laughs) here we go Alright, so that was... What's the fucking name of that song again? The Big Angry... (laughs) The good one. (laughs) The Big Angry (laughs) Bayou... I can't fucking say it without laughing. The Big Angry Bayou Man Keeps Coming Back, which is track one from Third Eye Opening Scar. What the fuck is... What is that? What is that a reference to? It came out back in August, by the way. Oh shit, I'm like boiling water right now, so it's going to get loud in a second, whistly. Everyone's going to have to deal with it. Here we go. So the next, wait, no, actually, hold on, we're going to, we're going to stop and I'm going to, (laughs) we're going to let this brew real quick. Is that okay? Levi? Do you mind? I don't know why you're chatting. Can you hear me? Okay.
0: Yeah, I can hear you. I'm (laughs) I'm bashing you. I'm typing and bashing you.
1: You don't have to type. They can hear what you're saying. Huh? (laughs) So you don't have to type anything. I'd rather
0: have it in print so I can bash you in print. Is that okay, Christian?
1: Yes, I'd like to have this in print. Robert says, let him type. <laughs> It'll take a while, Robert.
0: <laughs> Robert.
1: Levi didn't know a- how to read a- until like 12 Robert years ago. A- a- a-
0: a- oh, yeah. Actually, Christian, I called you old. That was so worth it. Suck it, bud. It only took
1: you like 15 minutes.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah do you want finger
1: type? I bet you yeah, do. I, I
0: chicken peck. I chicken peck.
1: <laughs> you fucking goofball.
0: Do you know what? It's chai like tea, dude. Jeff,
1: just so you know. It's a very important oh. detail.
0: Christian, that is black tea. It's kind of caffeinated for 8.45 tonight. You I right, know. Bud?
1: I'm going to be up all night.
0: Fuck it. We're podcasting. <laughs> Who cares?
1: <laughs> I'm going to treat myself. Well, Hold right, on. I'll be right back.
0: No, it's 8.45. Scott. fucking. <laughs> tea time. Fucking Scott stapping fucking Creed in the goddamn chat. Mm-hmm. Ask him
1: if we can borrow some money.
0: You know Scott Stapp doesn't have money. All right. <clears throat> yeah. By the way, guys, thank you for being up with us right now. You are all on the East Coast, I guess.
1: Yes, almost. I think everyone in the chat is on the <laughs> East Coast or in Texas. So.
0: Scott Stapp is worth a million dollars.
1: Doesn't Scott Stapp like live in a fucking hotel room or something? Or was that just like when he was not doing well?
0: I think he fucking died already. Who knows? Scott Stapp. Cast. Oh, 30 seconds go. I always think like, wait, has, has 30 seconds go been in the chat the whole time? Yeah. No. Yeah. Just hop- really? Yeah. Right. Bobby's
1: Fair been enough. in here the whole time. Bobby! <laughs> All right. So the next man we're going to talk about is Lacita Dolente. And uh Dolente are a math cor- quartet from Milan, Italy. Their name means City of Pain. Or sore city, and it's possibly named after the 1948 Italian film of the same name. That's what I suspect. Good homework. I try. And they play some feedback-laden and chaotic metalcore. Could certainly qualify as mathcore as well. And just, uh, I'm going to say it right away: the sheer converge of it all. The smacks of converge. <laughs> like they've got they've got the samples going too, which certainly is evocative of a you know a certain time period. You know what? It's very yeah, MySpace. Yeah, it's very MySpace-y, mm-hmm. interesting. And they've just dropped their new EP, or album, depending upon who you ask, Salespeople, on September 18th. And this is a fucking great debut from this band, actually. It is very it is very solid. On their Bandcamp, isn't this the only thing that you can see on their, as far as their releases go, though? Yes, that's correct. I believe that they did have a single a while back. So, I find it, I find because it,
0: it, it says they were, uh, on their band camp, it says they were established in 2017, and I find it interesting that I just see, like, one, like, full release, which is fine. I mean, like, I just hope that they're not, like, one of those bands that, like, delete their past as they move on, or, you know, uh,
1: that kind well, of thing. Well, like, how Delta Sleep, like, removed their first EP, basically, from the internet. It,
0: I don't understand how they wiped it so clean, but they, they did.
1: That hurt they my really soul. It. It's on YouTube now, but... Is it really on YouTube? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man.
0: Um, that one was. I mean, fuck, man. Once the MediaFire uh, thing kind of like diminished, like I, you couldn't like find it anymore. It sucked.
1: I may or may not have that EP on a MediaFire that may or may not exist, allegedly. So you know. Well, that's just that's all that's all hearsay. Who knows? Theori- <laughs> so hypothetically speaking. Who can even prove that? You know, it's a whole thing. <laughs> it's just all speak
0: and talk and everything. Well. Anyway. But it, honestly, uh, yeah, but um, uh, uh, back to this. Um, I uh, I dug I dug the shit out of it. I was just a little confused uh, by, you know, just me being a newbie to this group and seeing that they, in their bio, there's, you know, established 2017, but here's our release in 2020. So here's that the thing. They
1: To address that, they did take down some music. They had at least a single that was oh available at one time. I- and they had that full band this. playthrough as well that I, I posted on Facebook a while back too but I think that was one of the cuts that ended up making it onto the album but yeah, there, there was an existing track that is no longer available online it may have been part of this EP I just can't remember because I, I can't find it online anywhere um, with oh uh,
0: man um, with this group I noticed another confusing thing here they have only lyrics for one track, even though they do lyrics and, I mean, they, they sing in every track, pretty much. Um, I found that very interesting, too. It's I have a possible like,
1: explanation before you get ahead of yourself there. I, I noticed that as well, but that was the lead single. So what I, I'm guessing is that they only put the lyrics up for that one song at that time. and just have, Oh, okay. have yet to complete that process
0: oh shit oh okay just like okay All right. um, that actually checks out that makes actually that makes a lot of sense because other than that it makes no sense it just so sounds like a simple I, oversight to me absolutely okay that checks out dude okay so back to I think I was being a little uh, little jumpy on them because of them d- deleting you know their past now it's a little confusing
1: um, yeah, I'm going I just back feel like, as we speak and looking online by the way and I cannot seem to find anything I knew I posted about them a while but anyway I'm sorry yeah. continue
0: i just find it i find it interesting um like with a with this is coming from like me in like i i I rollerblade i do things on the side i'm like a sponsored rollerblader and so like i post things and there's a there's a there's a group of skaters that like or like a few skaters that have like definitely in the past deleted their past and they're kind of like focused on their current style but they forget what they were before, and truly, in hindsight, Not tragic. it's an it's an evolutionary thing. And most people, especially fans of yours, want to go back, even though it's like sometimes you're like, "Oh fuck that that fucking first EP, ah oh, cringy, weird." The thing is, with with a band, I guess you have member changes, and there might be more of an artistic like.
1: You know, that you're could like, definitely I be can't part of it. Th-
0: I can't fucking look at that anymore. Or I just got to take dispute. it off.
1: That, see, that's exactly what Delta Sleep, if you remember, told us. They just they don't feel like that music represents them anymore. They don't feel like that any <laughs> longer represents their sound, and they don't want to have it really be heard, apparently, you know?
0: Yeah, and technically, I get that. So you that's where it's that. like, yeah, I, I respect it, and there's a point where I'm like, uh,. I guess I like I don't know, man. It, it with with a band and with a, with a group, I guess I have to give more leeway. But I was more just kind of like, why would you not let me see it all, you know? Um, <laughs> but but I guess keep the lights it, it on. Almost, yeah. But I guess it, it, in in a way. You know, you'll have those nerds later on that maybe it's like everybody requests your first EP that doesn't exist, and where you're like, oh fuck it, that one label hits you up. Like, oh hey, in the, in the beginning of this of this episode where we were talking about repress and stuff, maybe that's where it comes in. I don't know. It's a, I think it's a little different. I just sometimes I get a little confused and upset where, you know, I look into a back catalog and it's like, what the fuck, and then I have to like go through 500 different like stream things to, or like, you know, just Google shit and be like, Oh fucking finally I found that EP. Why is it so hard to find? Fuck. Like it's good. You know, it's just, and as time goes on, I just don't understand how things can just be wiped off the internet like that, especially like Delta sleep. Like we were speaking of. So yeah. Um, you know, just, there's, uh, there's I'm,
1: extenuating circumstances in which that should happen, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Like if they're just fucking, yeah. Uh, but also, it's we're, like I I want this is the we're getting time we're getting the, pretty the, existential here now.
0: Well, this is the time in the episode where I'd be like, uh the band, you reach back out to us, tell us what tell us what you think, <laughs> tell us what you what it is. But honestly, I honestly don't want to hear the story because it's probably a story, and it's like, all right, I get it. Like at this you don't point, want to hear the story because re- it's a story. <laughs> well, I mean, I I, I almost have to. Uh, I guess in the long run here, I have to respect any artist that would take away something because there's an obvious reason. And I guess if I'm that person that wants to know how the person died, that's the same kind of person that wants to know, like, why can't I find this and the exact reason, that kind of thing. But this is also Um, why we
1: must save artists from themselves, because if I had it my way, like on the album that I've recorded on, I would definitely go back and totally omit a couple sequences where my my blemishes are prominently featured. That would definitely... Try to do a bit of erasure there. <laughs> we we are all
0: pretty much our own worst enemies. I'm, you know, especially. P.S. Yes, if anyone wants to hear
1: Levi's old band demo, hit me up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yo, everybody, everybody in the chat, especially. It's like we can all agree. It's like fuck. We're all pretty much our own worst enemies here. We all just delete that shit.
1: <laughs> is uh, your is your uh, band shit still online? By the way, you're probably gonna um, go delete it right now, well, aren't you? No, no. He's it like, was,
0: it was, it was MySpace. <laughs> It was MySpace, so it, my, it was probably you lost, your lost in the mix. Yeah, but I know they found a lot of old stuff, but it mm. was pretty much only on MySpace. That you not, it. They're not
1: going to find fucking, not going to find your band shit.
0: No, definitely not. So,
1: so moving right along there. Yeah, F. Can I get an F in the chat, please? <laughs> so. um... They, you know, I do have a couple of critiques though. I felt that this was rather derivative at times and not in like a way where I'm like, wow, they're really paying homage here and it makes sense. I felt like it was a little too deliberate and blatant, especially on, especially of Converge. I mean, they just, they're very, they're wearing that influence on their sleeves and there's a particular moment in the track. Oh my God! What is the name of the closer? It's the the title track, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Has a a glaring, converge riff that is from Eagles Become Vultures. I'm not sure. Oh if my you picked God! Up on that.
0: Yes, yes, fuck! What? Oh wait, wait, wait! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Oh God damn it!
1: Yeah, they they totally borrowed heavily from Eagles Become Vultures. So that that sort of stuck out like a, a sore thumb to me.
0: But, 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 ah, oh, man, can we do this? Because we early, even earlier, we were talking about like, you know, sometimes, you know, history repeats itself. That kind of thing, Christian, where it's just, you know, you, the, you know, time goes on, you know. It is what it Berg is, was, you know. I, I've, been in you a, know? Rip, I've
1: been in a band that played fucking rip off riffs before, too. Like, I get it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's like, because, we, that's we've, all, we've all been there and we thought we could get away with it, or it was a Freudian slip or a bit of column A and a bit of column B, you know. I oh, fuck man.
0: I, I I just hope it's all it's all just Freudian slips. I hope it's the comedic thing where it's it's not the 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 Mencia uh, idea. It's more of just like oh fuck, we b- both have an airplane joke. Like shocker, crazy. You know, it's kinda of like thing.
1: identical, but it's to the point where it's so sty- that this the formula and the chord shapes and the delivery and the dynamics are all very similar. On that note, I also didn't feel like yeah. this was particular forward thinking. They're not necessarily here to push the genre forward stylistically, but they are here to play punk rock and have fun. So that part definitely appeals to me. The the whole derivative thing aside, to say something nice, give them a compliment sandwich, as we like to do on this podcast. They are a fun band. They're definitely having fun doing this. It's very noticeable. And there's a nice session video for the song Salespeople, if I'm not mistaken, online, which I'll try to link for you in the description. Mm-hmm. I also I felt like the album was kind of maybe a little front and back loaded too, so that may have kind of affected my my enjoyment level a bit. I didn't feel like the middle of the album was really all there. It's more like the first track and then track six and track seven. Like track one is a great track. That's a fucking good opener for sure. And track six, vinyl venal rather, is really visceral. Mm-hmm. I really like the, like the primitive rhythms with like the hitch and the gate. It's also where they start to express some more original ideas, like ideas that feel more organic and less contrived. But Then, of course, you know, Salespeople has that Eagles Become Vultures part on it, but it's also very, like, the most obviously mathcore leaning track on the EP with that staccato introduction.
0: Oh, man, even with the fucking title Salespeople, because, like, Eagles Become Vultures, you know, the, the music video, it's that dude, like, Going up, he's like sick of his cubicle fucking shit, and he goes up to the top of the roof. And there's Converge playing and everything like that. <laughs> like it's even that. It's like oh, all right, that's pretty on the nose there. Anyways, I had to share that.
1: So those are my those are my my critiques. My favorite songs for you.
0: So here's the thing.
1: Um, I was confused
0: Excuse by me, this. Like, burping, burping. Uh, th- uh, the one the one FFO. Um, even the band did was botch, and I guess I just didn't get the oh, botchiness. No. That's there. That's there for sure. Really? It's, it's also, all over the place. Really? Converge is influenced.
1: Converge, I You're my, I feel you're like my botch you're, dude, you know? Converge and botch are very obvious influences with this band. I would say the Chariot, too. I, I'd peg that as their other one, given the, the, the oh, use of the I samples. Oh, I got the Chariot in there. Yep, yep. No, but the botch is definitely there. I mean, I think that, again, we're, Converge and botch, they're two such pillars of influence in every band that we listen to there it's, it's almost unavoidable when we're speaking about these bands to like not think of those comparisons because they're just that seminal word so i think we should go ahead and give them track six venal cool <laughs> uh the one with lyrics <laughs> let's do that <laughs> i think like that was the strongest one it's got some really like i said those rhythms where it's like dang 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 it's a kind of a. A stuttering kind of um hitch in the gate is what I was saying.
0: Oh man, it's it's fucking it, it, it's it's just a tish under three minutes, like it it's a banger, man. Yeah, I totally agree.
1: Yeah, it's concise and it is a banger. So we're gonna give you Venal, which is track six. <laughs> Go ahead. That, one more <laughs> thing. Um
0: the the thing is to do a to do a single uh, as track six, that's fucking tight. It's ballsy. I like that shit.
1: Well see yeah, you can't do track one as a single anymore. People are like way more thoughtful about it. They don't they don't wanna give you I mean it's not like it was in like the early two thousands where the the lead single was the first track on the album. If I'm not yep. mistaken, I'm pretty sure Dillinger dropped with Panasonic Youth being the first single on Miss Machine. I could be wrong about that.
0: Yeah, that's yeah.
1: I wanna say that's it was fucking youth. I wanna say it was um it was Panasonic Youth though. Anywho, so uh we're gonna play Venal, which is track six from Dente. Is excuse me, Delente's New EP, Salespeople, and that came out on September 18th. Here we go. So that was track six from Lucita Dolente's new EP Salespeople and that came out back on September 18th. Back on. Five days ago. <laughs> so the next band we're going to talk about is Bave. And Bave are a math rock duo from Detroit. They just released their new album Secret Peaks of Grief Mountain back on September 16th. And they play math rock in its purest form really. It's a a math rock duo, so it doesn't get more classically American math rock than that now, does it?
0: Yep.
1: I'm really, really enjoying this new effort from them. It's really sensitive, emotional, has tons of heart. The album's subject matter addresses grief, as clearly implied by the album title. To quote their band camp, this album is about death and dying. It works as one long song, too, if you want. <laughs> I love that part. So it's... Although that sounds macabre, it's really lovely. Like the instrumentals are not dark; they're very uplifting and uh, cathartic in a way. It's a far more focused effort. The, the the songwriting has just improved so much. They've really started to leaning started to lean more into the atmospheric elements, which kind of accentuates the faster, more technical moments.
0: the The first release that they did the full, the first full length was just like this. Amazing Math rock, I just wish that the recording had or the the quality of recording had changed a little bit to this new release.
1: I noted um, that as well. there wasn't a a huge leap in production value between these two releases uh,
0: so so with the opening track, there is better audio quality with that whole like tuning knob like. <laughs> in the opening track, and then it just drops down to just bleh, Gu- guy with guitar and the drums, like, they're using a four-track recorder, you know? Um, it, like, I, and track one is the track that, like, I played a million fucking times, and it's great. I it's just, amazing. Uh, it's so
1: good. Like, the lyrics are touching. Uh, they're compelling. The they're provoking Everything's,
0: yeah, my main, my main critique is the, the, the production is just... It's not there. There's no body to it, which this this music deser- deserves so much more. It's like, fuck, man, it's amazing. And th- th- I mean, I, I, these two these two people can apparently play. I just don't understand why you would just um, be okay with just phoning it in as far as the audio quality. Like these two musicians, I would feel uh, them as more. I, I,
1: my perspective. Is that it's it's coronavirus time, like there's not they probably don't really have very many okay, options so what, what to was go record the first, in the studio.
0: So the first so the first full length, what was that? The same quality. What is that? It's just them them doing the same thing.
1: Personally, I think that it's it's mixed well enough to enjoy as a fan of Math Rock. I enjoy the material enough that I'm willing to well, overlook yeah. that overlook the mm. less than perfect production. You can I, I mean, overlook
0: I, everything. We we're, I am here to critique, and I'm telling you that just uh, me, um, I, I mean, I honestly, like, you know, uh, I, I know you support everything, Christian, with, with it all. You purchase it all, blah, 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 all that. But this is something where I am just a, an average listener. It. I question purchasing the album because it is just the quality, you know?
1: They could certainly be charging a bit less on Bandcamp. I'll say that. Yeah. I think and, that would definitely just, encourage but, a bit more transactions I mean, like, for them.
0: D- I mean, dude, it's like, it's like, it's like hearing the Suicide Silence track, like, like, like in the, the no, like in the, the, the prayer for cleansing album, you know, but knowing that the original track, the demo was good. But then you go back, you're like, oh, fuck the body. Isn't that good? You know, that kind of thing. You go back to your favorite bands and you listen to like the demos. You're like, oh, that's a track. But oh, yeah. Okay. I see that. the, the it's not the there. production
1: is better just, on this album though it is actually it is an improvement overall is it? it is furthermore I'll let you go I,
2: I, right. as, right.
1: okay. I'm willing to as I said it's not affecting my enjoyment of the album the production is not holding back mine. not holding yeah. back mine I, I feel like the, the material is really really strong especially the vocals they've improved the most of all Like the, the delivery is very passionate and raw clearly personal and the vocals are used sparingly enough to punctuate those louder moments in contrast to the softer ones like on the track grief mountain like they kind of like make you beg for those loud soft dynamics Mm -hmm. like the vocals all of a sudden Mm -hmm. come in when it's like a blast beat you know it's like very quiet and then he's singing like the blast beat part again so I I feel like that was really effective there's a lot of good you know volume devices being employed here again just much more focused compositions like the songs have more direction they flow much better uh as i said earlier though definitely charging too much for their digital and the production is lacking because the kick drum definitely is a little compressed for sure like it sounds like pretty goddamn you know poppy but you know i'm not a fucking audio engineer and that's that's just a, a layman but honestly,
0: that's why you should probably be taking the critiques from two layman's because we're the pre- people that are the, probably the majority mm-hmm. of the people that are out there fucking trying to two buy your shit. On that.
1: Talk about some songs that I like. I did like track one, Purgatory Hills, which I think is one of the best songs this band has written yet. It's it's
0: it's the one like I don't I do do debate me, though. It's the one. It is the one. Like, like, no, for sure. Of,
1: it's well, I, mean, okay. I do actually love other tracks on this album, though. That being said, although track one does but have is, that really catchy okay. main motif. <laughs> Yeah. Revolutionary Optimism, track five, which is actually an instrumental, though, is my favorite track. It has very satisfying horns, a sound that I don't think is overdone in math rock at all, personally. I'm getting the impression you didn't even listen to that track, judging by your reaction right now. That no, was- I did. I because that yo, was bringing me.
2: Yo, <laughs> yo don't,
0: don't, don't attack me. <laughs> I just said, track one is fucking fire. It's the one. And the production is not that good. That's all I've said so far. No, no, I just like, fucking. I listen to the whole goddamn thing. Okay, good, and, good. Yeah, I just, I, You're like, a Clever Girl it's fan. Workout. It's such a workout <laughs> that I got to fucking listen to a band that the audio is bullshit. And especially in today's era I don't I, it's just like today's hearing, era like, something from a fucking fucking like a four track like it's like dude god damn it like I don't know man I, I'm not gonna put money towards it like that's all I'm saying
1: Levi mad no, I think it's quality. Like I definitely. Levi confused. I I ponied up the money Levi because mad. you have to think about the the length of the tracks too. That's something that I was taken in perspective that they are the
0: tracks are so fucking long, dude. The, even like the first track, the track is fire, but there is like there's a lot. It's just like they keep going. It's just like okay, okay, okay. Like and then he goes back into the the vocals again. I. All right, it's just I, I digress. I digress. You're,
1: you're, this, yeah. You really, you really do. Secret Peaks, I liked as well. Uh, that which sees them hitting some floral like heights of technical ability, some fairly ambitious instrumentals. I think that's probably the track that you're talking about right now. But I, I feel like they fucking nailed it. Like they're definitely reminding me quite a bit of floral on that cut. Also, I was reminded of quite a bit of Terra Melos and just like the playfulness of the, the songs. They're kind of got a bit of like pop sequences going on. It reminded me a lot of Hella uh, And as I mentioned earlier, Clever Girl with the horns on revolutionary optimism. Again, that's such a highlight for me. It was really giving me like oh, that. Oh, man. Nuage, that me... Super Mario 3 vibe.
0: Dude, that gave me the fucking goosebumps the, with the horns and everything. That was good. Yeah. That was a
1: very nice touch. That is really excellent. As a matter of fact, I wish the whole album was like that. That's like my my main complaint. Really, is that there wasn't more moments like that on the album. It was it's just isolated to that one track. And they led with that track as their first single. So I kind of had a a different expectation going forward into this album. I didn't expect it to be quite as much like as like their old one. I was like, oh okay, there's going to be like way more horns on this, but no it it is kind of very similar to their first album. I just feel like they're they're doing more in, atmospheric kind of laid back stuff and the the vocals are just much better too yep agreed so we're going to go ahead and give you purgatory hills as levi says that's the track that's that is the only track (laughs) (laughs) uh well you agreed uh so (laughs) and that's track one from secret peaks of grief mountain that came out on september 16th here we go Mm -hmm. Mm Thank you. So, Zach Hill on that.
0: Fuck, dude. It, the, the, like, I mean, I know the the, the the recording isn't that good, but the fucking pop in the snare is like, ugh. I fucking, I dug it. And I know I'm not allowed to dig it <laughs> as much because I bashed it, but.
1: All right, so that was Purgatory Hills, which is track one from Babe's new album, Secret Peaks of Grief Mountain. And that came out on September 16th. So last, we're going to talk about Plastic Bag Face Mask.
0: Wow, I can't believe we're ending with these
2: guys. (laughs) It is a revisit.
1: Both Bave and this were revisits, so... Yeah, we backloaded them on this one. As we do with our revisits. And they are a Deathcore-Mathcore duo now. I think they used to be a trio back in the day. I think they actually used to be a full band years and years ago. They have actually been around since fucking 2009, actually. This band has been around forever.
0: Um... And with the MySpace vibes too, you make it, They make it feel like they've been around forever. For that reason too, truly. Because
1: even though they're like post MySpace, technically speaking, the
0: sound is 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 is, uh,
1: is there. Is of that era, absolutely. The late yeah. aughts, it's all there, it's all there. And then, as if to uh, to cue that, the name of the new EP they just dropped on September 13th is called Core Core Core.
0: That's just perfect.
1: I mean, kind of speaks for itself now, doesn't it? They play very dissonant, breakdown-centric mathcore and deathcore. On their their Facebook, actually, it's like, one of us likes grindcore, one of us likes deathcore, both of us like mathcore. That kind of sums up their sound very nicely. Although on this EP, they have certainly thrown it back quite a bit. This is even more throwback-y in almost a sort of cliche way like they're using a lot of like melodic throwback metalcore moments on it which do work well but it almost feels like a little too throwbacky like certain moments feel fairly regressive you know if compared to their previous work like when i think about the album 13 which has some extremely boundary pushing stuff or how to cover that one we did and we also covered one of the following eps how to kill a dead franchise Mm-hmm. And both of those had some like head spinning shit on them, and this is way more traditional speaking. It's like they 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 kind of like busted out all their old like deathcore kind of material for this EP specifically. And much like uh, much like Cheers Pricks, though, this is just like it is a fun project though cause it's clearly just two buds making brutal music together. Just two dudes. Just so, two brothers. Yeah, two brothers. You know, the there are a couple of things that were bothering me about it, though. I I did feel like some of the guitars feel like they're a bit midi programmed. I'm not sure if you picked up on that. It's like holy shit,
0: yes, it's Christian. Like, it's that like was they a used. Note.
1: Yeah, it's like they used Guitar Pro or something, perhaps, or maybe just <laughs> heavily edited it. But like a minute twenty into track one, in the beginning of track two, there's a couple moments where I'm like, wow, I, I'm not sure if this is if this is the actual a person playing it. And I don't necessarily... I haven't. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I haven't.
0: Had this, I, I'm sorry. It, I'm, yeah, I haven't had this feeling since Rings of Saturn, where it's like, wait, is that real? Like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I not must... not like I'm trying to compare them to that. No, what that completely is completely different right. styles, but. The, yeah, well, it mean, just like that whole thing. That's a whole.
1: I doubt they're composing problem of at of slow them. speeds. Like that yeah. kind
0: of thing. Yeah, and then also being a dickhead and that kind of thing. That whole thing. But like, yeah, I just I feel like um, uh, this everybody was just hates like, Lucas our, Man. That is true. <laughs> it's understood. It's pretty understood. We've we've, we've smoked weed with enough gentlemen here in the Bay Area to tell us that. So oh it's, my um... God! Everybody
1: <laughs> has a nightmare story about this kid. I don't get it. Why? No matter, is, what, is everyone... no matter
0: what. Yeah. No, like, like, like early 2010 to like late, like we're talking you know, shit like, so bad right now. It is what it is. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, but back to this though, uh, <laughs> uh it, it, at times I, I question, like, is this real or not? And that was kind of a weird feeling to ask myself because, um, program drumming is, is one thing, but when you hear it with the guitar, it, uh, especially with myself, not being a, like a musician, uh, it stuck out to me like specifically, I was like, huh, ooh, what was that?
1: Yeah, so I that was definitely noticeable for me to the point that I had to write it down this time. I don't necessarily have a problem with it, like using it for a tool as comp- for composition. But yeah, sometimes I feel like maybe the human element is missing from the instrumentals on this release. And I felt that way about some of their previous work as well. Even on 13, there's a couple parts where I'm like, wow, that's definitely kind of guitar pro sounding, you know. Yeah. So I have to wonder: Are we being disingenuous here, or, I mean, they're not. I guess maybe they're not fucking trying to cover it up or anything. That they do say programming in there. So they're. What I would say is they're probably using it, if anything, as a tool um, to achieve a certain sound, and that's totally fine with me. But yeah, I would just. I would just appreciate the transparency, which is why. I have a problem with what Rings of Saturn did. Like they were totally disingenuous about their process, and I've recorded at that studio, so I can I can totally speak about that at an intimate level.
0: Yeah, that 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 was different. That's completely different, right? Just like yeah, I, I, that, and I, I hated to com- bring it to that comparison, but I was just like, this is the only other time where I've questioned like, wait. In essence, I wouldn't. What even was th- that?
1: I wouldn't even think less of them if it were programmed guitars, because it's fucking really sick. Like the writing is is excellent Yep. like it they yep. they create a really fucking cool sound with it it's even whether or not better it's better it it's even better if you haven't played
0: live shows and this is just something that you've been doing you know exactly like this again like as that, a compositional that, tool
1: to like i, I think yep. it's great one last complaint <laughs> since we're just piling on <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um i, I didn't feel like there was um taking a hit too I, I did feel like there was too much redundant crossover with all these compilations. Like I get it, you wanna like saturate the internet with your releases so it's like you are so visible, but the the releases the overlap between them feels quite redundant to me. Too many too oh, many word. best of, worst of compilations. It's sort of equivalent to just like uploading instrumentals, like you're really at that point just trying to like create more traffic and visibility and in plays and anyway. <laughs> Talk about some songs that I liked. Um, I liked track one, of course, because it's like the opener. They they did well with the opener. I feel like that's the most yep. inspired track on the release. And sort of it carries the rest of it with that crushing intro. I also liked uh, the really melodic metalcore moment from track two. As throwback and regressive as it is, <laughs> uh, that actually, I don't like the beginning of the track so much, but when it hits that melodic moment, I'm like, damn, they're actually really sticking this. And then it closes with a huge breakdown, so what's not to love about that?
0: Uh, I would like to say I love that fucking breakdown.
1: So I think we should just go ahead and give them track one. Uh, Yep. So we're going to go ahead and play for you Still Not the Season to Be Jolly, which is track one from Plastic Bag Face Masks. God, I can never fucking say their name. Plastic Bag Face Masks, new EP, Core, Core, Core. And that came out on September 13th. Here we go. So that was, what the fuck is the name of that song again? Still not the season to be jolly. Just track one from Plastic Bags, Plastic Bag Face Masks' new EP. Someday I'll be able to say that. And that's uh, track one from their new EP, Core, 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 which came out on September 13th. So um, before we wrap this up, I want to thank all of our Patreon supporters very much for listening and supporting the podcast. We love you guys big special thanks to Kevin, who is the admin, who runs the Discord, and does all of our technical stuff for us. Thanks to Jeff, of course, too, and Otis, Phil, Eric, Chris, Robert, Mike, Senza, the band, listen to Senza, Kent, Matt, Austin, Jesse, Eli, Jamie, Sam, Andre, Grady, David, Carter, Andrew, Chris, 30 seconds go. Thanks so much, Bobby, for sitting in this evening on the chat.
2: hmm
1: Jeremiah, Sonny, Spencer, John Bum, Ezekiel, Dimitri, Taylor, Eric, Jesse, Acone, Rory, Chris, Caleb Adolfo, Holly, thanks for listening in, Holly, Ethan, Andy, Robert, Bebop, Austin, Nabila, Graham, Christian, Matthew, Uh, This list is all fucked up. (laughs) Jim, Brandon, Jordan, Joshua, Danny, Brian. Sorry. Thank you, everybody. We love you all. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Yep. So I guess that better wraps it up for the uh, 50th episode of Mathcast. I'm your host, Christian.
0: And I'm your co-host, Levi.
1: And we'll be back again next week with some more Sick Underground Bands. Good night and stay beautiful.